Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Kelsey and Armando here with you today. And if you haven't done so already, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get the episodes every week on Tuesday when they are released. All right, guys. So today we're going to be talking about a little bit of different um, different areas. But overall, the general idea that we're going to be talking about today is how to feel not so overwhelmed. Life throws a lot at you. Life throws stuff at you all the time. You may have the best plan in the world of how to tackle the day, but guess what? The day has other plans for you. Something may come up, something that was unexpected. You may have to pick up one of your kids from school that was unexpected, that got sick. Maybe you had a little fender bender, or maybe you just woke up not feeling so great. So the plan that you had the day before is now getting all flipped upside down. So those are what we talk about is how to not feel so overwhelmed with life. So this kind of stemmed from a conversation that I was having with a client talking about stress and being overwhelmed and the comment came up of even on the days where I thought I had extra time, things came up, you know, like she had planned her week to the best of her abilities and something still came up on the days she felt she had free time. So a couple things come to mind for me in this situation One is there's always going to be more to do. Always. Always 150%. You will fill that time with something. So one, be very intentional with your time. Um, On last week's episode, we talked about how when I'm feeling overwhelmed, sometimes I want to do nothing. Mm -hmm. I have so much to do that it's I think a lot of people fall into that though. Yeah. It's, It's such a terrible habit. It's such a bad headspace it just like it's terrible all all around because you feel overwhelmed and you make yourself feel even worse by not doing the things that are going to make you feel less overwhelmed so that overwhelms you i know when i think of something like that when you have so much stuff to do and you're like i don't want to do anything so i'm just going to watch a quick episode on netflix and then you're like three hours deep and you Mm -hmm. realize like wow now i feel like a bigger piece of shit because i haven't done anything and i just (laughs) watched all these episodes yeah so Know that there's always going to be more to do. There's always going to be something that comes up. Unlimited. You can make the best plan in the world and it's not always going to work. But I will say this, you know, I think of this so frequently. Somebody once told me, man, I wish I had the time that you have to work out. And I, it took everything in my soul not to give the biggest eye roll of my entire life. Because while, yes, I'm not perfect with my workouts by any means, but what you, what's a priority to you, you will make time for. Definitely. So look at where you're spending your time and do an audit of that. What's important to you and understand that that's okay, but also understand, okay, maybe if I'm trying to make a change, I need to be more mindful of this because old habits die hard, right? Mm-hmm. So something else that I thought of was, While there's always going to be more to do, there's always going to be things thrown on your plate. You're always going to have things to fill that time. I very rarely find myself like, oh, I've got all these extra hours. What What, do I do? What do I do with this time? 
you barely feel like that. I'm actually getting ready to go on a vacation. And I told my girlfriend, I was like, I'm so excited. Not, not to like go on a vacation, not to spend all day traveling, all of that. I am so excited to be out of my environment so that I can maybe take a breather because I know for me when I'm home in this environment, I always feel the need to be doing things. And if I don't, even when I do take a break, I feel guilty. There's some level, like low level of guilt or anxiety or stress to that. And we have to learn to release that, especially for my work from home people. I was going to say, I feel like maybe a lot of people that fall into that category are the people that work from home or they work from home and they run their own business from home. Yeah. Because your home is your office, home is your workspace. Well, guess what? You're always home. Mm -hmm. And you're going to fall into that vicious cycle of, well, I'm home. I can work on this. I can work on that. I can get stuff done. And next thing you know, it's 10 o'clock at night. You've done a bunch of stuff. Maybe there's been busy stuff that you could have pushed off to the next day and have a better mindset and have better just clarity and could have accomplished it faster or better. It's terrible. I will get up to refill my water and find myself doing the dishes. And I'm like, this, I, this was not a scheduled break for me. And then I have to get back into a groove with my work that I was doing. You know what I mean? So that is like a whole other realm of it. But another thing that I want to say is be present in the time that, that you are doing things, because that's something that I really struggle with is I want to be multitasking. I want to be doing so many different things because I'm trying to get, be faster, to be more, I want to say efficient, but I don't think it's always super efficient. No, I would, I would agree. Yeah. Cause so be stretching yourself thin. Yeah. So be present. And that's something that I'm really trying to get better at is being present in whatever I'm doing in that moment. Instead of the image that I have for myself is like opening a bunch of different books and reading a line from each of them. Mm-hmm. That's getting you nowhere versus sitting down, reading a chapter out of that book and then closing it and moving to the next, Mm -hmm. right? So be present in what you're doing because I do think that this can help with our stress to some degree because I know when I'm, I feel like I have a bunch of web browsers refreshing in my brain. Well, it's also because you, I think you also, when you, when you have all these things going on, you're not completing anything a hundred percent. Right. And I feel like that could be a big stressor for, for you and for a lot of the listeners listening to this. If you do have, if you do feel overwhelmed and you do have a lot of stuff going on your plate, you may feel like, wow, I have all this stuff going on. I'm a big multitasker, but in reality, are you benefiting yourself from actually taking all those things on or would you benefit more because you open the book, you read the book, and now you move on to the next one. You can check Mm -hmm. that off the box. You've completed that. And what's going to be more gratifying for you? And that's what I always think of this. I can't remember who said this, but they said if a task is going to take you five minutes, just mark it off. If it's going to take longer than that, organize your time. And I still think of that to this day because I'm somebody who I want to get the worst done first. I want to get that big thing out of my way. But then I also can get so sucked into other things Mm -hmm. that it can be kind of distracting. So that definitely makes sense. So maybe somebody else out there needs to hear that because I think of that saying so frequently, but I am really trying to be so much more intentional with my being present in whatever I'm doing in that moment because... I find that I get very anxious and stressed when I have all of these things that my my hands are in at once and I don't feel like I'm giving 100% to really anything. 
And this is just a current reality in our lives, unfortunately, with so many moving parts. And I literally cannot wait till middle of October. You don't ask me to do nothing. I'm, I am unavailable after that. I'm going to do absolutely nothing for a while. Um, but these are just like some of the thoughts that are coming to mind as we're in a very high stress, busy season. Yeah. I mean, when I, when you think of like all the things going on, the best way I can, I can like, I, I picture like a chef in a kitchen that's, that's making 10 meals, mm-hmm. right? You got noodles, which you're going to boil. You got, you got a grill going, you got a deep fryer going, you have all these things going. Like really, like if you think about it, what would, what would that chef benefit from more? Focusing on the one meal? that one thing that he has to get done or focusing on the 10 meals, right? Or asking for help. Or asking for help. So, <laughs> Cuz that's a current struggle too. So, just just different ways of, to look at it. So, if if you are fi- if you do find yourself with high stress, high anxiety, you feel super overwhelmed, look at what you look what's on your plate, okay? What can you cut off? What can you t- what can you eliminate? And that way you can focus your attention on one project, on one thing or maybe a couple of things that you can complete. My next tip for you is check in with yourself. This is something that I've been trying to do a little bit more regularly because I'm feeling so overwhelmed and I'm just, I'm kind of hitting, I feel like I am teeter-tottering on a fine line of burnout. And so I've been trying to assess with myself at the end of the day saying, what do I need today? Or at the beginning of your day, what do I need today? What what am I missing? What do I need help with? What am I, what feels unsatisfied for me currently? And checking, just that simple checking in with yourself and reflection, I think is really good because I think that helps us. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I will go, go, go until I literally can't go anymore, right? It's like running full speed for days on end And then you literally have no more energy to exert. And it's harder to get up off the ground at that point, right? So doing this reflection and checking in and asking yourself, like, what do I need? What needs are currently not being met? What could I ask for help? What could I outsource? All of these things, that reflection can help us before we get to that so that we're not doing a bunch of damage control. And maybe we're more so managing in the moment versus after the blow up type situation. Yeah, something that I think of when you say that, because um, I know a lot of our audience is into fitness because they follow they follow Kelsey, they follow you on social media or they are clients. So a lot of our audience is that. I think a really important thing to keep in mind is if you do find yourself super stressed, super overwhelmed with stuff and everything else and, and your outlet is like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go to the gym, I'm gonna go work out. Guys, I know Kelsey's already talked to it about before, but when you go to the gym, you are just putting more stress on your body. So really like figure out, is this benefiting me or is this making it worse? It's okay if you have to take a break from the gym, be like, you know what, today I'm not going to go to the gym because I really need to gather myself. I'd rather just do a 30 minute meditation, work on my mind, work on myself, because that's going to benefit your, you more than actually going to the gym. Yeah. And I think that's hard for people. Well, there's two kinds of people. There's a person that will use it as their excuse not to go. Mm-hmm. And then there's a person that'll say, ah, it's okay. I'm going to go anyway, mm-hmm. you know? And usually each of those people need the opposite of what they're choosing. Yeah. So you have to be careful with that. But I do agree with that, that I chose today, I was going to go to the gym with Armando this morning. And I told him, you know what? I'm not going. I already had one workout scheduled 
of kickboxing and I was going to do a lifting session before that. And I said, you know what? I, I don't think I need that today. Today I need to get things done. I would feel better about spending that time elsewhere. And I'm really glad I did because here we are at almost 5 p.m. just now recording this podcast after my work day, you know, and so evaluating that for yourself and saying, what's going to make me feel better? What do I need more today? Mm -hmm. Do I need that workout? And for me, like going to the gym, doing my workouts, I love that. That's very therapeutic for me. And while I would have felt really good going today, I also feel really good about the decision to use that time to do other things Mm -hmm. because I still got a workout in, right? But just assessing that. And again, that's kind of the question of like, what do I need more Mm -hmm. today? And that's another thing, I guess this wasn't a tip on my list, but really knowing and understanding that you first have to take care of yourself before you can take care of all the other things. Because a lot of times we just run ourselves ragged and we'll put ourselves on the back burner, whether it be our workouts, our nutrition, our mindset work of gratitudes and meditations and all of the self-care We'll just, oh, I don't have time for that when we're feeling overwhelmed or stressed. And usually that's when we need it most. That's when you need to double down into those habits because you can't pour from an empty cup. And I know for myself recently, my mindset has been all over the place. I am like a squiggly line right now, like running in circles. I like squiggly lines. Yeah. Running in circles, a hot mess express, all of the things. And I've still tried to be very intentional with mindset stuff, with either doing a meditation or my gratitudes or just doing something. I have not, I'll tell you, I've been doing better with the meditations at night, but I haven't been doing as well with my walks. And I think I can feel that. I know those are the things I need and I've let them just kind of fall back. I haven't completely stepped away. So understanding that you don't have to do all the things all the time, but still making some time for yourself in these seasons that feel really hard because again, you can't pour from that empty cup and you have to take care of yourself because that's usually the first person we're willing to let down mm-hmm. is ourself. But that's when we need it most is those moments. So I'm calling myself out on my walking too, because I need to get back into that. But also like side note, it has been so freaking hot that it's been terribly hard to get out there when it's still 96 degrees at nine o'clock at night. I'm just like that. Is, I don't want to go sweat my ass off right now <laughs> outside. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's really good. I think it's it's finding that balance, finding figuring out what works for you. Find out, do I need the gym today? Do I not need the gym? Do I need a meditation? Do I not need a meditation? I mean, figure out what's going to work best for you, but don't use whatever you use as an excuse not to do that thing that you need. Mm-hmm. The last kind of tip that I had for you, and I kind of mentioned it in the last one, was ground yourself in gratitude. When you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling high stress, high anxiety situations, it can be very easy to only see the bad, to only hold on to the bad, the negative, the overwhelm. I don't know if you ever feel this way, but sometimes I feel like when something bad happens, I'm like, oh, it happens in threes, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's very easy to get sucked down into that. But ground yourself in gratitude, really hold on to those moments. And I think of this, the reason I put this on my list is because 
I had a situation on Saturday. I went to Target to go buy some pins to hang flyers and this football, just a Nerf football. I bought it for the boys for the sandbar we've been going to. They wanted a football to throw around together. And I didn't know how much it cost because it was like in between two price tags or whatever. But I get up to the self-checkout, scan it, and it says, an attendant will be right with you. And the gal comes over and she's like, oh, it said you needed me. I was like, I'm really not sure. I just scanned this. And it popped up with that. So I'm terribly sorry. I don't know what I did. And she was like, oh, let's see. She did it. It did the same thing for her. And she goes, well, I guess it just wants me to work today. And I made some joking comment to her, like, doesn't it know nobody wants to work? We just want to show up, get paid and do as little as possible. Doesn't it understand that? Something stupid to that nature, you know, just being ridiculous, making conversation. She thought it was hilarious, which first of all, I love you for that because my husband always tells me that I'm not funny. And then situations like that happen and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm a little funny. Maybe I'm a little funny. She was giving you a pity laugh. No, she wasn't. So then, so we can, and then we just kind of like go back and forth or whatever. And then she manually has to put in the price for this. And she was like $3. And I was like, oh thank you so much. And I like finished paying and everything turned and looked at her and I was like, thank you so much. Have a good day. And she was like, you have a great day too. And it was just like this moment of like, I had so much gratitude for that. I had the money. I was going to pay it. And I even asked a couple of people after I'm like, would you have told her? Because I knew it was either $13.99 or $16.99. I was like, having a little bit of guilt after the fact, like, should I have told her? And they were like, no, she did that on purpose for you. Like that was on purpose. And I was like, okay, that's how I felt. But it just literally, I felt, I feel like I checked in some good karma points. I felt really good after that interaction. And I've literally thought of it every freaking day since I've thought of it every single day. And I've told so many people. And so that just made me think, I think in this season I needed a really stupid thing like that to make my day to just remind me that even in all this crap that we're currently dealing with, there's a lot of good and that feels good. And you have to remember those moments because right now I feel like we, like we've been working on a lot of things like tax business, just like very new complicated things. And it has felt like, I don't know if you feel like this or if this is a good kind of painting of the picture, but I feel like we take two steps forward, one step back. Mm-hmm. I just feel all of these things. It's because it's new and, yeah. and you can relate that to anything that's new, right? You're learning, you're making, you're making headway. You're like, wow, we're moving along. We're moving along. And then all of a sudden you hit a roadblock. Mm-hmm. And now that movement forward that you had, you're either pausing and holding, which feels like a step back. But in reality, yeah. I mean, really, did you take a step back or are you just pausing and you, that momentum? Losing there momentum. Anymore? Yeah. So. And so it's felt like really difficult in this, like all of these things, and we have all of these things going on at once. And so it just made me think that we really need to hold on to the good. We need to ground ourselves in that gratitude and not let those things just pass us by and not think of them. Because that that made my day. It literally Is was... Is that what I have to do for you to talk talk about me on a daily basis? I got to give you a ball for $3. <laughs> no, no, that won't work. <laughs> but it just, it really has like stuck with me this lesson of 
holding on to the good things that happen and letting that good bleed in. Because I feel like a lot of times letting the negativity bleed is a lot easier. It's harder to hang on to that good. So this is just your reminder that if you need that, if you're feeling that overwhelmed stress, anxiety, all of it, hang on to the good because there's so much good. All right, guys, that is all we have for you today. We hope that this has inspired you to prioritize your day, make a schedule, but also be willing to pivot if you need to pivot because something comes up. So thanks for tuning in. We will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.